Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. working alone, managed to transport nearly two dozen firearms up to his room, along with thousands of rounds of ammunition. He drew no attention to himself whatsoever, and even the cleaning service ladies who checked on his room daily noticed nothing out of the ordinary. This one man who was living a happy, wealthy, retired life with no clear motive to kill anyone, and no ties to any religious organizations, and even though he had no military training, he was able to take down hundreds of people from a distance in the dark, shooting out of two different windows, and all the while reloading his weapons at superhuman speed. And they'll say this, you caused this Trump. Multiple shooters above the law. It's a war between one side and the other. You don't do what we tell you. You don't resign. We will kill everyone. I wish we could educate the public. Oh, 
Welcome to the Porthole to Justice, the Window to the Truth. <clears throat> it is August 31st, 2018. I am your host, Amelia Duran, and I'm really excited to introduce my guest tonight. Uh, I'm going to be having on Laura Loomer, who is a really um, fearless political activist and investigative journalist. Uh, she has worked uh, with Rebel Media and Project Veritas, and I'm really excited to have her on tonight. And um, let's see, what else? Okay, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to give her a call, so stand by. <laughs> Here we go. Hello? Hi, Laura. Welcome to the Porthole to Justice. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I am. I'm super excited to have you on because I think I, you know, I haven't caught up to your work. The when the last time that I checked out one of your videos, you have to forgive me. I think it was like in 2015, and you were being very outspoken already on the uh, politicians using the children for, um, you know, sex agendas and so forth. And that's how I became aware of you personally. But I guess we have also have a mutual friend, Lazaro and Scenero. So yes. yeah, yeah. I met him in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead and, and and just give me your spiel. Go for it. So I'm a uh, conservative investigative journalist, and I uh, started my career working with Project Veritas. And um, it was with Project Veritas where I was an undercover journalist and I was undercover in the Hillary Clinton campaign, exposing voter fraud, corruption, um, all types of issues. It was great working with them. And then uh, about a year and a half ago or so, I decided I wanted to go independent. So I went independent and um, I was working with Rebel Media for a little while and then went fully independent. And now I have my own media company called Illuminate Media. And I... Basically, um, just go around um, confronting politicians and uh, political figures, and I make these videos um, in which I ask them questions that the mainstream media doesn't ever ask, but the American people want answers to. Um, and so uh, I really enjoy it, and I really enjoy uh, my independent journalism career as of now. And 
that's what I do. Awesome. And you've had some like controversial con- confrontations with um, the likes of like Hillary Clinton and um, you, yeah, you want to speak about, about that a little bit first? <laughs> yeah. So I actually confronted Hillary Clinton about a year ago. It's going to be a year next month. And it was when she had her book signing in New York City. And uh, as you know, she wrote her book called What Happened, which was a joke because like everybody knew what happened. Right. And it was just hilarious that Hillary was writing this book. So I showed up and I asked her what happened. But I asked her what happened to her 33,000 emails. What happened in Benghazi? What happened to all the money that was supposed to go to the people in Haiti? Uh, And she wasn't happy with my questions. And so, of course, I was removed by by Secret Service after confronting her and Huma Abedin. Uh, but that's the thing is these people, they like to weaponize uh, security and they like to weaponize Secret Service and they don't really answer questions. They just take advantage of security. Uh-huh. So there was there was actually an incident for you uh, with security. Am, am I to understand that correctly? <laughs> well, there's a couple. You'll have to specify which one. <laughs> Well, I guess Laz was telling me um, that you actually shaved your head to go into skies. Is- no, no. Oh, <laughs> I was, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I did yeah. not shave my head. Maybe he's thinking of something else. Mm. I probably he's maybe thinking I I dyed my hair. Oh, okay. Because so they she already had already had you on a list. For not to not allow you into her book signing, yeah, yeah. So I, I, uh, I, um, I dyed my hair. That's what he's talking about. So Hillary Clinton had basically put me on her list, so I wasn't able to get into her other events. But uh, you know, then I changed my hair from blonde to black, and uh, yeah, sometimes I have to use disguises to get around, but. Wow. Uh, and yeah. you've you've actually also confronted James Comey. Yes, I did at his book signing. And what what happened at that event? Well, he was having a book signing and I basically showed up and asked him questions as well because he was touring the country talking about ethical leadership and his book but I wanted to know how he was going to talk about ethical leadership when he himself, uh, you know, allowed for this unverified and salacious dossier to be presented to Donald Trump. And then also he knew that Hillary Clinton's campaign had paid for the opposition research on the dossier and he still used it to attack Trump, right, and Mm -hmm. the Trump campaign. So... Uh, James Comey wasn't too happy with my questions and what I asked him, and he had me thrown out of his event, too. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, we now know, we now know that, you know, James Comey and the FBI have been complicit with the human trafficking. I mean, before it was like all speculation because we didn't have any concrete evidence, but we now, the public knows, I mean, we've, we've, we've witnessed them actually let these human traffickers off at these border camps, and then the FBI come in and destroy the evidence. Um, what is your opinion on that? Well, I think the FBI is like a very corrupt organization, and 
we see uh, we see that all the time, right? We see instances of the FBI constantly destroying evidence or interfering with things and then not really providing the American people with answers. I mean, speaking of children, just look at what happened in New Mexico with that jihadi training camp. You have Islamic terrorists uh, training 11 kids, abusing them, basically not feeding them, uh, living in horrible conditions. It's child abuse. And who knows where all the 11 kids even came from. A child was found dead on the property. And the FBI goes in there and then not only have all the charges against all the suspects been dropped because of incompetence and failure to um, file charges, I guess, within a 10 day period, but uh, they destroyed the compound. So you have to ask yourself, why would the FBI destroy a terrorist compound? Why would they destroy the evidence of something like that that could really, you know, put people away for a long time? really just kind of makes you wonder like what the fbi is doing sure it's absolutely undeniable now that you know we have these criminals running our government that are no longer representing we the people in congress well it's been this way for a while i just think that they're just becoming more brazen about it now that trump is president but this has been happening for a while and of course people have been speaking out about it but then they get branded as conspiracy theorists for you know connecting the dots and realizing huh you know, isn't that kind of weird how the FBI knew about the Boston bombers? Isn't that kind of weird how the FBI knew about the San Bernardino shooters and, you know, the Pulse nightclub shooter and all this stuff, right? And mm-hmm. it just, after a while, you have to ask yourself, like, whether these law agencies uh, are directly involved themselves or if they're intentionally allowing for things to take place uh, so that they can influence this country or secure power or... Sure. you know, conduct attacks against people. So um, I think that people are starting to wake up now. And people would have said a few years ago that it was a conspiracy theory if you would have told them what now, what we're now seeing happen with the FBI, right? Mm-hmm. How the FBI has basically been corrupted and utilized as a weapon by the Democrats against conservatives and Trump. People would have said that would sound really crazy and conspiratorial. But, you know, look what we have happening in this country. You actually, you investigated the Las Vegas shooting. Yes. And what, what, what did you think about that? How that all went down? I mean, because to me, it was pretty well, obvious. It's horrible. Honestly, yeah. it's just more corruption within the FBI. Mm-hmm. I mean, the FBI hasn't even given Congress a briefing yet on uh, an official briefing on the Vegas shooting. I mean, this is the worst mass shooting in U.S. history. ISIS claimed responsibility. And then immediately you have the FBI coming out saying that ISIS uh, wasn't responsible. I don't know how that's possible when they're not even doing a full-blown investigation. Mm -hmm. What do you you think about this theory that these are, um, like, hired mercenaries, private, private mercenaries that are conducting these staged events? What do you think about that theory? I don't think, well, they're not staged. I mean, I don't know. It depends on what your definition of staged is, because if it's, I mean, these events are very real. They're happening. Mm-hmm. But what, when I, when, when you say the word staged, I mean. Well, I mean, and when I say, know. I mean it in, in terms of um, coordinated events, um, clandestine well, I- events, so to speak. Well, like I said, I think that they're just becoming very brazen now and people are starting to catch on. And 
they're becoming more frequent. These events used to only be common. Well, they're not, they weren't commonplace, right? So we would only see shootings or attacks every so often. And so for people, it wasn't that, it wasn't something that they really thought about, right? They just thought it was a tragedy. But now there's so many of these attacks and shootings and things happening and they're so similar in nature and people are really starting to wonder, right? Mm -hmm. And that's my big concern too is it takes a few of them for people to catch on. Like I said, with the FBI and these terror attacks, for an example, uh, with how the FBI always seems to be involved, right? After a while, it just becomes more than a coincidence. Mm -hmm. And what do you... In your in your investigative journalism, um, have you found that a lot of this connects to the human trafficking? Uh, I'm sure there's probably some elements of human trafficking involved in the Vegas shooting because of you know this. There's in the Philippines, for example, where the one hundred thousand dollars was transferred. There's a lot of child trafficking, and mm-hmm. you see the child pornography on Stephen Paddock's laptop, but you know, what is the full story there, right? Like, what is the full story with the child pornography and, you know, ISIS claiming that they're involved? Like, you have to put two and two together and realize, well, ISIS has a very big presence in the Philippines, right? That's where the money was transferred to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where Stephen Paddock's girlfriend was spending a lot of time. Uh, they found child porn, Right. I had a source contact me mid uh, investigation that was telling me that the one hundred thousand dollars was used for child sex slaves. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we're not getting answers. I wouldn't be surprised, though. I mean, as we know, the FBI has been directly involved in um, incidences like this. They're aware of predators and pedophiles and they themselves, um, you know, just recently took down. Uh, a bunch of pedophiles in their own sting. So I think that child trafficking is probably at the center of a lot of uh, different crimes and things that are happening behind the scenes, but we're never getting the full story, right? Yeah. I I personally host um, th- this, this show, The Porthole to Justice, and a blog where I've been um, exposing the corruption and the fraud on the court to displace up to 24 million American children on American soil. And um, in my own research, I found that um, reporting, having um, thousands of parents report this fraud on the court to the FBI, they've sent back like a, a you know, like a, a uniform letter that their their cases do not meet the requirements for their for their. Uh, department to uh, investigate. And uh, when all of them got back letters similar to this, I realized that I knew back in 2014, 2015, that the FBI was complicit with these crimes. Um, However, when I would speak to that, I was labeled a conspiracy theorist. (laughs) So, well, yeah, I mean, they always call us conspiracy theorists, don't they? Yeah, but it, now it's coming out and, and people are seeing that uh, these are not just, contra- you know, isolated incidences. And it, and the trafficking isn't just happening at our borders uh, here in America, but it's a global network and a global issue. Definitely. Sure. Definitely is. 
so you you um you so you've had um you've had a controversial career i'm reading some of this stuff i you know i didn't get a chance to go over everything but you've had uh, you've had like criminal charges filed against you for uh-huh. tapping university officials <laughs> yeah which didn't stick by the way i mean anybody can file a criminal complaint but uh it was just a tactic to kind of get me kicked off campus because uh-huh. um, my university wanted to basically kick me out for the expose I did. But in the end, everything I did was completely legal, and the university was forced to give me my diploma in the end. But uh, they just didn't want to admit to the fact that their employees gave me the okay to start an ISIS club on campus uh, uh-huh. because they looked ridiculous, right? I was trying to prove a point about this political correctness on college campuses, and uh, yeah, I was right. Mm-hmm. And and you've also notably you interrupted Shakespeare in the Park. Yes, <laughs> I love Shakespeare in the Park. Um, yeah, they were doing a, a version which featured Trump, and it was like assassination porn, and they were inciting violence. And it was the same week that Steve Scalise got shot. And for me, I just thought that they should have had enough decency to not do that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you, a lot of a lot of your content, um, you know, I'm just now getting familiar with it because I just I just learned about you last night, basically, and I realized I realized that oh, I I remember her when she was exposing um, politicians like early on, even before uh, PizzaGate, and um, I was yeah, I was just like I was talking to Laz last night, and he's like, yeah, let's get her on the show. Yeah, yeah. I met Laz when I was in Vegas, uh, investigating the Vegas shooting. Uh huh. And you guys were at um, a convention, right? Were you Were you with him at that cloning convention? Is that? No, I just met him when I was in Vegas one day. That's I've only met him one time. Oh, okay. All right. So, and you also. Um, <clears throat> Did you did you confront Kathy Griffin about her severed bloody head of the president? What was, what? Uh, not in person, no. Uh huh. Just on your YouTube channel. Um, I probably questioned her about it online, but that's about it. Yeah. Okay. And where where can folks find your content online? Uh, on my website, lauralumer.us, on my YouTube channel. And on my Twitter, at Laura Loomer. Okay. Let's see. And I'm just trying to think of more questions. Is there any other content that you want to add about the children? Or, um... That's I've, pretty much it. I mean, I'm going to be producing more videos soon. And I'll be in D.C. for about a week as well. And, uh... You know, most of my work just focuses on... Uh, Islamic terrorism, uh, to hatred, you know, uh, the Islamification of the West, and just my investigations all around. What do you think of Q, by the way? I'm not a really big Q follower. I think it's interesting, but I don't follow Q. I see a lot of people talking about it, but I personally don't follow Q. Uh I, I just don't use anonymous sources on my on my website but i've been attacked 
you know, I felt kind of bullied to use Q content um, online in the past. I don't, I don't know if you, if you've noticed that um, they seem to discriminate <laughs> or want you to use their content, and it's an anonymous source. So for me, um, I don't really use Q content either. Yeah, I don't really follow it too much. Well, I'd say that's a good thing. Um, you sound really awesome, and I'd love to have you back on when I'm more prepared. Or you you can come on if you have anything you'd like to share with our platform. I'd love to have you back yeah. on the show. No, that sounds great. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's nice to meet you. Um, what are your, as besides your, uh, your website, um, are you on YouTube, Twitter, things of that nature? Yeah, I'm on, I'm on Twitter at Laura Loomer. I'm on Facebook um, at Laura Loomer Official. I can't use my Facebook for like another 15 days because they suspended me without reason. Mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram at Looms93. And then my YouTube channel should just be Laura Loomer. And then, of course, my website. So Okay, cool. Well, I just wanted to catch you before you went to D.C. And I wanted to meet you. And I'm, I'm so thankful that you came on the show. Um, I will send Laz a link so that he gets it over to you. Perfect. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Well, you have a wonderful trip. And, Thank um, you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Wow. That was Laura Loomer. And um, big announcement. We're probably going to f- start featuring some of her work in the Social Media News Network. And that was my first time talking to her, guys. And um, like I said, I've only – I just became aware of her uh, – amazing body of work last night but I recognized her from like 2015 when she was courageously speaking out against the um the pedophilia uh, epidemic amongst the politicians so um she's been speaking out against this for quite some time and um yeah thanks for tuning in I'm gonna pull up a really great song And I'm going to be having her on again and featuring some of her content in uh, social media news network. All right. Okay. That was just a warm up. Hold on. Okay. I have to cook dinner still, (laughs) but we will have her on again. All right. I'm going to close out the show with a... uh, Steph Daniels song. Let's see. Here we go. Thanks for tuning in to the Porthole to Justice. You can find me on uh, Facebook, ex- uh, facebook.com. I am in Social Media News Network, NWO Freedom Fighters, uh, uh, Data Wars. Um, let's see, what else is there? Foster Wars on Facebook exclusively. And then I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. And you can subscribe to my show for free on Spreaker.com. It's been fun while it lasted. Thanks for tuning in to Porthole to Justice, the window to the truth. And that is all. (laughs) I want to know. I'd like to see you When you decide You've had enough of them
the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 